What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Fightful Overbooks, coexisting with Rob and Maggie. It is Sunday, February 18th, 2024. We are so glad we, you, we, well, we are so glad we are here, but we are so glad you are here with us today. So, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about The Rock, we're going to talk about Cody Rhodes, we're going to talk about Darby Allin, AEW Dynamite, Raw, WrestleMania, all kinds of fun stuff. But as I start every show, Maggie... How you doing? Hi. <laughs> I'm okay. See, I'm alive. <laughs> you are alive. Yeah, everything's fine. I mean, okay, nothing's fine, but like you get what I'm saying. Everything is fine. This is great. This this this, this does not suck so much. So, uh, you know what the interesting part about not having social media is? What's that? Um, uh, so because I'm not on uh, because I'm not on Twitter and Instagram and and everything because I, I'm I'm taking a break from that, uh, and because of that, I have no idea what happened in wrestling this weekend. <laughs> I mean, I watched all the shows. Don't get me wrong, I watched all the shows, but because I, I don't. I don't see people talking about it. I don't interact with anyone in terms of wrestling. And, you know, I don't see conversations in front of me or, you know, having conversations at all. So it basically, it's almost as if I've never watched anything. Thank God for my notes here, because otherwise I have no idea what happened this week. And this is bugging the crap out of me. It's so annoying because, like, I have this stupid thing, you know, with short-term and long-term memory, because it's it's like when you study something, and if you don't put it into practice, it's as if you've never studied it at all. So, that's about it, Be, uh, you know, not being on social media and stuff. Uh, it's been kind of relaxing. I implore anyone that's, you know, having, you know, some mental issues and mental crap to just, like, not turn off social media for a bit like people are gonna miss you and you're gonna miss these people uh you people <laughs> so that's so that's fine uh it's a fine vacation for you know yeah. for your mind so guys hi Sometimes. welcome to our sh uh let me do my thing sorry my bad yeah hello coexisters fans of Welcome, welcome to our show. Uh, please like the video. It helps us a lot. I cannot tell you how much it helps us. Um, you can donate the super chat. It's the bottom of of the live chat with with the dollar sign. You can donate the super chat if you want to support our show or me because I found, you know, new cosmetics that cost a lot, and I need money to buy it. Also, we need money for Wembley, so that's coming. Uh, you can. Send the Humber Chat at humberchat.com. It makes us uh, keep a little bit more of the money. Uh, also, subscribe to Fightful Select. Uh, that that is uh, that is the best way to support everyone that busts their ass at Fightful. So yeah. So, like you took a break, like for your for yourself. So basically, you're saying you made the Sac sacrifice, 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 sacrifice. So I know that you were smirking throughout my entire speech, and I know that you were up to something, 
wow. just with me that I just didn't assume that it was gonna be that. So wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you pass. Okay. Yeah, well, that's uh, that that's passed because like I I suppose I deserve that. That's okay. I won't ever hit it again though. I'm gonna delete it right now, so you'll never see that video ever again. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, but Maggie, we rarely get to talk about SmackDown, the the SmackDown that just happened because it happened less than 48 hours ago. It was a very interesting SmackDown because it was the last live SmackDown before the Elimination Chamber. They did record uh, the second the this next week's Elimination Chamber um, already because they will be in Perth, Australia. Uh, they also it. recorded NXT. Yeah. Uh, because, like, you know, a lot of the production people are needed to be in Perth. Yep. For so, that yeah. show. So they so we have uh, recorded NXT coming up this Tuesday, and we have a recorded SmackDown on Friday. And then we have uh, Elimination Chamber starting early here in the States. Afternoon for you, which is very nice. So It's noon, and I'll be at work, so fuck that, I suppose. Well, yeah, but you'll you'll be yeah, true. But you know, sort of like that baseball fan, maybe you can just put it on for somebody. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Maggie, there's you know Manchester United and uh, Manchester City and Liverpool playing. Can you like, do you mind putting like, fuck off? I'm watching the Elimination Chamber. There you go. See, they got the they understand. But Maggie, sure. going back to SmackDown, it was a very interesting uh, episode because there was a lot going on. We had qualifying matches still going on. To get into the Elimination Chamber, we had um, Logan Paul wrestle. He doesn't usually wrestle on SmackDown. Um, we had... Doesn't usually show up whatsoever on SmackDown, Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, but you had Dwayne The Rock Johnson show up in his in a truck. His F1, I think, I don't know if it's an F-150 or whatever it is. It's a he big four. like an asshole. Oh, he can because he's The Rock. <laughs> um, or uh, what's, his, what's his name in uh, Ma- Moana? Maui, okay, so yeah, he's was it Maui? People, uh, people in the chat, please. Yeah, so he can park whatever. I'm wrong. He can park however the hell he wants to. Um. So, anyways, he. We're pretty much just going to talk about that that promo. There, there was a lot to it. What I want to ask you is, what do you think of that promo? First off, it was a weird promo, Rob. All right. Did it yeah, bring you back? Just... Sorry, go ahead. No, I have nothing. Like oh. I, I have nothing to do. Did you what? Well, no. It was like for me, what it did is it brought back the yesteryears of rock. You know, like that was the first time that I felt like that was the rock that I remembered. I mean, the John Cena like days with him and John Cena going back and forth. That wasn't the. I mean, that was still the rock. Obviously, I, I we saw like a little bit of what we remembered him, but the way he cut that promo was still rock from the Attitude Era. That's what it reminded everybody of that knew that rock, just the way he looked, that vest going on. Um, I, I just, enjoyed the vest. Yeah, it was just it was just an awesome, awesome promo. I loved it. But there was a lot to it that a lot of people um, have speculated on which I wanted to talk to you about because what are people speculating? I have no idea, okay? I have no idea how people... I have no idea what people thought about the Darby Allen promo. I have no idea what they thought about uh, Cody and Seth, The Rock. I have, like, I only have 
Like, I tell me, bring me up to speed because I literally have no idea. Well, okay, so there's a Twitter user. This is where I saw it first, the person that probably explained it the best. And a lot of people have explained it, but there's a Twitter user that goes by the name at the fog, F-O-G, Jones, J-O-N-E-S. And he said, basically, when The Rock started the promo, he said, The Rock is going to do everything in his power to make sure that you walk out of WrestleMania what you are, which is a loser. Now, when he said that, he was pretty much looking at the entire bloodline. He wasn't, he was talking about, the way he said it is, he made it sound like he was talking about Cody Rhodes, but he was kind of looking at the bloodline when he said that. And he kept talking. He said, yeah, and he said, and the one thing he said, he said, you don't understand that because you're spoiled, entitled, little crybaby bitches. Then he took a large pause in the sentence, which, like, he took a very long pause. And after that line, he goes, he states, Cody Rhodes' story is just ending. He's talking about winning the title. And he's, that's when he says, Roman and Rock's story is just beginning, which is a feud. After that promo ends, there's a tie back to the word loser. And when the bloodline holds up their normal ones, if you look at the rock, he's holding up an L. Like, <laughs> are people dissecting this so much? Yeah, and uh, Phil from uh, Phil Lindsay from mm-hmm. he, he did the same thing. He 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 broke it down really well as as well, and he pretty much did the same thing. And I'm just giving the person that I saw this from first because that's who I saw it from first. I don't want to because I think. But Phil pretty much tackled it the same way, and he probably went to, went into it a little bit more detailed. But it, I mean, it made good points, and I really, when I rewatched it, it was it was pretty solid. I mean, it makes some good points, and it's it's interesting. And a lot of people did say this too, because if you look at it, <laughs> he, he did the good. Yeah, stuff. the goes off. Yeah. And that was that was one thing that was funny because Colton and uh, and his brother both did tweet after that guns up, <laughs> so which is fine because Man, you know that's because, you know, that being on Twitter about them sucks yeah. right now. Like I wanted to see that. Yeah, Colton and Austin did tweet that, and what's funny is you know, Rock used to probably see those little tor- turds running around, you know, like the backstage. I'm sure. So I'm that's sure. probably pretty funny for him. So, I mean, but I mean, if you look, if you think about it that way, he he was holding the like L up, but he was kind of looking, and he, and there was a couple of other things that people brought up. He brought up, I know you're a big football fan, and you stayed up to watch the Super Bowl last week. Yes, he did bring up the San Francisco 49ers, which is yes. Roman Reigns' foot, favorite football team, mm-hmm. and he he brought that up, and that was kind of interesting. So it was just one of those things where I mean that could be an an additional Easter egg. There's just a lot of different things that like made this interesting and and those easter eggs were pretty on point and i was looking at that too because when he was cutting this promo i'm thinking they're still gonna have the match like these two are gonna have a match they are they are yeah. so. so okay i have a lot of questions then because okay. i got none of that by the way <laughs> i got none of that uh so so like this is actually one of the bright sides of social media then 
because you get to see you know little stuff like that because right now it's as if i'm watching wrestling in 2020 because i didn't have twitter back then i didn't use you know instagram for stuff like that i had no idea like i was i was the only one watching wrestling in my head i like i i did not interact with anyone whatsoever about wrestling and it's it's as if i'm reliving this time it's not so fun by the way um so if that is the case do you think that this was the plan that entire time you know or was this a result of people being uh behind Cody Rhodes so much what is what do you think i think it was because uh, i'm i'm sorry to cut you off because the rock kept going on and on about long term like a, a a right story for their match you know between the rock and roman and and if this is the case that is br- kind of brilliant for me i because like that that's that, that's okay well there was definitely a pivot you know what i'm saying they they definitely went in thinking that the rock and roman were going to have a match and i think they realized like okay well we we effed up because the crowd is not having this whatsoever. And I think what happened was, okay, we know we messed up. We have to work around this. How can we do this? And that's when I think they came up with this story. Like, what's the best way to do this? And you have, like, the WWE's writers, you have creative, and then you have the Rock's writers, and you have my dog going nuts upstairs. You have Taco, yeah. (laughs) And uh, so you have all that going on, and I think they just came up with a new story on how they're going to go out about it is what I think happened. Yeah, because like kind of at, at the beginning of the Rock promo, he he's he started off kind of kind of like a babyface. You know, he like he he went you broke, you know, the attendance record and everything and everyone, you know. And then when he initially came out like he got the goosebumps and everything, you know, like Everything that he did when he was a babyface, and then he turned, you know, he turned it around, you know, mm-hmm. that the people were stupid and then didn't take showers and like everything. And the the polygamy joke got me, like yeah, I, that, that 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 got me, that got me I, because like in in recent years, every time The Rock came came back, it was you know kind of. Kind of goofy. I like I I I'm always a fan of The Rock. You know that. Like he's my yeah. all time favorite. But like this side is gonna chant this, and this side is gonna chant that, and I'm like, let's get it over with, because it's yeah. kind of corny, and I'm not I'm not enjoying myself right now. Like it's The Rock. I always need to be enjoying myself when The Rock is on my television. That's that that's all I'm saying. And and this was good. This 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 was actually good, and I enjoyed it. So I'm kind of anxious to see what happens in long term because, like, they 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 can have a year worth of build between The Rock and Roman Reigns and do it for next year because I cannot get out the image of The Rock in my head that's blown out from one spinebuster and a people's elbow. I mean, that's. I don't want to see The Rock being bad in the ring. I mean, like, he he was never a ring general to begin with, you know? Like, he was 
he was an entertainer. He's not he, like he, he's an entertainer. He's not a wrestler. That's that, that's all I'm saying. The wrestlers from that generation were, you know, Bret Hart and you know, like other other people. Like he was always the entertainment part of of, of wrestling. Yeah, but yeah, when he said this, like, I yeah, it, <laughs> I, I just loved it because, it, and just how the crowd just it's like it's the, the yeah. funny thing is he just it was like he offended everybody there it's like well you know just it yeah and granted i know not everybody obviously in utah is of course of but course. it just the way like just the way he did it and it was just it was perfect timing and absolutely he just turned on timing. him i just absolutely yeah. loved every minute of it and i mean scott george says it right too i mean i think eventually Roman isn't going to tolerate it much longer, I don't think, because there was like one, there was one shot of Roman kind of just looking like what <laughs> you know, but they kind of went away from it, and he just didn't kind of let it register. And I like how they're per- portraying Roman here. He's not, he's not seeing it. I think I, I think we're starting to see the Rock kind of showing that hey. I'm gonna be coming after you, you know. Is is where where do you think Paul Heyman stands? Because in my head, Paul Heyman is this brilliant mastermind, and if he doesn't see this coming, I'm gonna be shocked. Or if he's not in on it, yeah, because that I don't it's kind of yeah, it's I don't I don't ever in kayfabe I don't ever want to see Paul Heyman someone getting the best of him. In terms of mind games, you know. Well, you know, and that's a good point because I kind of wonder, Braun Braun Breaker, you know, exactly because they had a thing backstage. So I'm wondering if like that's his exit strategy, yeah, like exactly. uh, So that's that's because there's still been talk that Roman's going to take a break, like for a while. There's been talk about that. Um, I know there's been talk like maybe the Rock and Roman at SummerSlam. I don't, I don't know um, if that's going to be the case because I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think they're going to, I think they're going to try to figure this out like for next year's WrestleMania. That's what I think. I don't have any way of. That's just my theory. I'm not saying there's anything behind that. That's just what I'm. I'm going to be happy if it's uh, if it's at SummerSlam. I mean, uh, SummerSlam is a big event for them. Like I'm not. It's it's part of the big four, and I'm. I've, absolutely fine with that but it does kind of sound seem like you know a wrestlemania kind of thing no that's that's it and i saw somebody and maybe it was it might have been phil yesterday and i can't remember if it was but somebody pointed out that and it might have been reg i i can't even remember if it was grapsy because i've watched a couple of different things but the one thing that somebody could do like for the rock to get kind of like on Roman's bad side here is he he challenges both Cody and Seth to a tag match without Roman like saying yeah let's do it you know like he just basically does it for Roman you know like says hey we'll take you on at night 1 I understand that but but here's the thing with that tag match no one can afford to be pinned no one can afford to lose this match because what the fuck? Like it's uh Oh sweetie, I missed you. 
Um, it's you can look at it like that. Uh, the what? No, I was just gonna say thanks, Chris, for the super chat. Thank you so much. Yes, I just want to be a, a reminder for to send super chats and humper chats at humperchats.com in order to support the show. So the rock can cannot be pimp. No, that that's that's not happening. Roman Reigns can like could not get pimp. Cody Rhodes, if he gets pinned on night one, why should he have a... You know, he, I know he won the Rumble, but, like, you need to protect the guy in order to be a legitimate threat for the main event of WrestleMania night two. And and then there's Seth Rollins. Like, being a fan of Seth Rollins right now is incredibly hard. Because I know that they're having an entire event that will determine, you know, his opponent for WrestleMania, you know, the Elimination Chamber. I get that. But right now, he is the most after of afterthoughts that you can possibly ask for. <laughs> it's like, it's almost like they keep burying the guy. They keep burying the title and everything. Like, he keeps rooting for other people while whilst no one is rooting for him and that kind of pisses me off well he he cuts amazing promo after amazing promo and that's what keeps him alive because it's Seth Rollins and I've always adored the crap out of Seth Rollins he's so my favorite and if I wasn't a fan of Seth Rollins I wouldn't give a crap about that title uh, well, the one thing, too, that you could do, like, if they do go that route, and I know it's cliche because it happens every damn time, but this is where Solo Sokoa could come into play and take Rollins out and cause him to be the pin. That way you can still protect him somewhat. Um, I know, I know, I know, you, re I know you, you think that that's a protection, but I don't want this I, anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the only way you can do it like to make it look okay like i mean for for it to be okay for in seth rollins like to take that pin i mean I it's, see that. I but they you're right they have made seth look somewhat like a chump i'm going the way i look at it is am i glad they had seth there at the mania conference yes i think bailey should have been there too we talked about this last week i yeah. know like we were disappointed that bailey wasn't there but like at that presser, that like that was the problem. Seth was the problem with that presser because like he just stood there, and just you know made goofy expressions at everything that was happening. Uh, but like I, he's owed, he's owed a lot, oh. and I'm like I'm so sure that he's gonna sign. Like I know it's a contract year for him and Becky. What I uh, what I want. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. What I want, this is what I want. I want after what Cody want? wins, after Cody wins that next night on Raw. That's when I want Seth to turn on him. That's when I want Seth to turn on Cody. Well, if Seth turns on well, if Seth turns on Cody, I I would like to think that that would happen because he snapped that he lost his title in Mania. Whether that be 
because someone beat him for the title or because uh, Damien Priest cashed in and like turned it into whatever. I want him to lose the title and then he snapped. There you go. That's a good point. That is a very good point. I like that idea. Um, yeah, that, I, I like that. We got two more Super Chats. Uh, Chris says, you guys want to do a chamber watch along? I'd probably be up for that. Maggie will be at work, but... Uh... I'm, I'm going to be... Stop that! Stop, ha- like, stop doing fun things while I'm not here! <laughs> Quit having fun, damn it. Okay. Quit having uh, fun, damn it! Eric, hello, my friend, says, uh, Maggie, Rob, so nice to see you both. My questions are your favorite finishing moves in all of wrestling. And Maggie, you ever heard of the metal band The Sword? The Sword! Is like that. That sounds like uh, you know uh, the the children of Menowar. I I do not like Menowar. Uh, the sword. What kind of uh, like what kind of music do they play? Like I know it's heavy, but like what what kind? Because like they they sound like you know the the types with the you know with the protective shield and the and the horses and everything like going to battle and you know save the princesses. Menwar are, you know, that sort of band. And Sexton and Sabaton. No, no. Uh, finishing move of all time, that is forever and ever, the Black Widow from Angelina. Um. Hmm. That's hard. Yeah. I mean, Billy Life, the one winged, one winged, one winged angel. One really winged do. angel, yeah, but like it's because I, you know, I will never shut up about AJV. You you guys already know that. Uh, one winged, one wing, damn it, one yeah, winged angel. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I like I stuttered and then it ha- happened to you. I know, I but, know. Yeah, surprisingly, like it's not a submission move. So like my, I would say like that would probably be it. Um. Well, that's the thing. Like, I I, w- I want to say that Braun Breaker's spear is really good. If it was a submission move, there it is. But yeah, the Bret like, Hart sharpshooter is a thing of beauty. Absolutely, I'm I, I'm all for that. Um, stoner metal. Okay, I'm not a stoner person. Like I, it's it's a bit, it's a bit too stone for me. Like the, I I know that's redundant. There are a lot of uh, stoner bands that have played in my bar, and that is just not my thing. It's like I don't know, like there are exceptions to the rule always, but it's it's just not 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 my thing. The sword, they're called the, sto- the sword. Like, what nationality are they? Are they American? Because stoner, stoner is kind of an American genre. Yeah, I want to say. But yeah, so there we go. But uh, well, we were talking about Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. So let's talk Might about as that. well yeah. talk about that promo. That was one of Seth Rollins' best promos that he's had. And yet again, it's a promo made for someone else and not ha- hyping himself up. That's that's what pissed me off. Uh, oh, you were talking about Seth or Cody? Oh no, the Seth and Cody promo. Like yeah, the, promo. yeah, the Seth. Uh, I I got chills. They're multiplying, and I'm loving. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So. <laughs> Yeah, so I have notes and everything about that. So Cody got in the ring. Uh, 
he of course he uh acknowledged the people's support because like the the, the people were the one who turned that around and everything um he said that there's only one way that he can repay the people um and he he mentioned that the rock and uh roman reigns were the perfect storm the guy has a way with words i will always pay attention to cody's promos like because the the guy can talk like he was like he's his promos on aew were you know probably the thing that everyone talked about at the end of the show and i miss that um he said that he's gonna hit him back the rock yeah. uh I yeah i love that line like yeah he, i'm gonna hit you back yeah he's he uh he said uh what, how did he say he said uh he says everybody's been a fan of the rock at some point in their lives but he like but he's he got slapped um at the kickoff show, and then he tells The Rock, but he goes, I'll hit him back. And, like, how the crowd reacted to that, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Like, Cody always has the audience in the palm of his hands. I always enjoy that. And then Seth came out. Um, Cody, of course, thanked him for, you know, coming to his aid at the presser. And I enjoy that because, like, I kind of want Seth and Cody to dance forever, you know? I want them to be. What's the best way to put Friend, this? Frenemies. I yeah. kind of want. Well, no, this is the best way to put it. I kind of want Seth and Cody to be Flair Steamboat, like always, kind of like have a path, you know, like of course, yeah. like always have like the. They will always have their their own thing, you know. They'll always be. A rival, you know. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the best way to put Abs- it. Ab- absolutely. Um, Cody pleaded for uh, Seth pleaded Cody to finish his story. He asked. He was such a hype man. I I enjoyed that so much. Again, I would have enjoyed if you know it was actually about Seth. Because I okay, we get it. Like Cody, it's about Cody and Roman, and I'm so in for that because I need. That for that damn story to finish already, um, and it is gonna finish uh, at at WrestleMania this year. We get it; it's about Cody, but like it's fun. It's about Seth. You have a title yourself, dude. I don't know if you know that. So he asked, uh, "What's your plan? Do you, like what's your plan, man? Like do you, do like do you... because like there was Solo Sokoa last year and all sorts of you know uh, of interruptions, and he said." You don't have to finish. Uh, you don't. Ha- you you don't have to do this alone. You don't need. How do you say this? You don't need to fight this. You you don't have to finish this quality su- uh, suited suited to be. You what the fuck did I have right even? <laughs> uh, he's so he says you don't have to do this basically alone he said uh you don't need to fight this battle alone there is only one man on earth who is quality suited to be your shield yeah finally i understood what i wrote jeez uh so that gave me chills that that absolutely gave me chills um and then i thought about 
Dean Ambrose, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, that's, that, I uh, did too. I, yeah, I think everybody thought about Dean Ambrose like right when he said that, you know, it's just right when he said that, uh, and he's like, lol, no, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah, so that line gave me absolute chills because, uh, in kayfabe, Roman never beat Seth because that match that they had way back at, at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. It ended in a disqualification. Like, yeah, Seth never got pinned. So, yeah, there was a reason for that. So, yeah, absolutely, because they could keep that story going. Yeah, yeah, sure, but like it never ended in my head. Yeah. Like, no, it didn't. It, it never ended. But I, I, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. And um, if this wasn't the plan, if if they actually wanted to do Rock and Roman this year and sweep Cody under the rug for next year or SummerSlam or whatever, whatever it is that they wanted to do, if this wasn't the initial plan, way to go on, you know, making, like, reversing this. That's, this is good. Uh, because when when it was announced, because... The thing is, I'm still gonna need an explanation from Cody. Yeah, I, I do too. And yeah, we'll like he, he he never got that because uh, I'm gonna take everything from you, but not at WrestleMania. At, and now I'm gonna explain why he made the decision to actually do it at WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm not saying that I I, I I I don't want it. Of course, I'm like I was so confused after SmackDown when he stepped away in order for The Rock to come in. You like, I know I'm enjoying where this is going, but like I'm gonna need an explanation as to why. Yeah. Uh, got a super chat from a good friend, Soupy. Hello, Soupy. He says I feel like this is Seth's story for Mania, taking his eyes off the ball and losing his title. To either Drew or Damian Priest. Exactly. Because, like, I'm this, the story writes itself. Because at the end of the day, Seth put all this, all his energy into rooting for Seth and being his cheerleader and hyping him up. Like, he's a hype man. And because all his energy was there, because he so much wanted for Roman to lose so, so he could not be there or whatever. He wasted all his energy on that, and there was zero energy left for him to actually fight because he still has a bum knee, by the way. Like, he's still dealing with that. And then the story writes itself as to why he's turning on Cody on the Raw after Mania, probably. And Seth is... Thank you, Supi. Seth says that he's, I think, like, ahead of schedule, so um, I... And I don't want to misquote here, so I'll look here in a second. But I think he's, uh, I know he said he's ahead of schedule, he believes, he believes. And um, I think he's, I think he said he's maybe two to three weeks out, like he th- he thinks. But I'm going to double check because I don't want to be completely wrong okay. on that. Okay. Uh, so that'll be interesting because maybe if he, maybe if that is the case, maybe they still, they obviously have time to make a match for him at yeah. Mania. Um, so, uh, Eric sent us another super chat. He says, oops, sorry, wrong one. 
let's see here. It is this one. Metal for Maggie. How do I send a playlist? Um, I'm at some point. I'm gonna come back to Twitter, and I'm gonna. There you I'm go. gonna friend. I'm gonna friend you. Like I'm gonna follow you, and you can, and then you can send me. The playlist. There you go. Cool. I'm I'm gonna be back. Okay. Like a, at some point, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come back. Speaking about elimination chamber. Uh, Lashley actually beat Bronson Reed to qualify for the chamber. Like, do you think that they're doing nothing with Bronson Reed at, at Australia? I don't know. Um, or do you I mean, think that he's actually gonna face? Like, do do you, no? He's not gonna face Walter because like Walter is gonna face Jey Uso for the Intercontinental Championship this week on Raw. Yeah. Yeah, they're having a match this week on Raw. Do you think that this was will be the match where Jimmy interferes and costs Jay, you know, the title, and then building towards you know their match at WrestleMania? I do think and so. I'll actually I... be happy if this match opened night one for for WrestleMania. Yeah, and I do think they'll find something for Bronson Reed in the Elimination Chamber. What? Or I don't, like just maybe a match against I don't know somebody just. They'll find something, I I think. But that's the other thing, too, is he, I think his wife might be expecting, like, right around the same time. Oh! I, that could be. So that might Thank be you. why. It's just might be one of those, like, circumstances where, like, it's like, and I get it, by all means, like, if I had a kid coming on the way, like, and... Oh, the, the, the like, child should like, absolutely be yeah. a priority. Because, you know, WWE will go back. So it's like one of those things, you know. It's just... I know. I understand. And, uh... It's... But, like, they they, they will have Rhea Ripley there. Like, not, not... I'm not saying anything, you know, bad about Bronson Reed. But Rhea Ripley is the Australian in that company. Like, Grayson uh, Waller will have Cody and Seth so. for... Yeah, for... Uh, the Waller thing, you know? Yep. Yeah. So. Yep, he'll be the, the, he'll be there. And that's kind of where, like, that... There's been talk about The Rock. That, that was the one thing about Elimination Chamber. There's been talk about how they... They wanted The Rock there. At Elimination yeah. Chamber. So this might be a way, like, he just comes out. And that's where this possibility of the challenge at WrestleMania could come, come to be. I'm not sure yet. We'll find out possibly who knows but uh it's been an interesting week for wwe tv and it's just going to get more interesting as far as it goes along i mean i listened to sean's q a the other day and last year he said they started the hall of fame announcements around march 14th around that around that raw like whatever really? day. It might have, yeah so there's so, a lot of time left yeah we're still we're about six weeks away six or seven yeah weeks, weeks away from Manus. yeah because like everyone's asking everyone keeps asking sean about the hall of fame uh inductees and i'm like well they really haven't announced anyone whatsoever yet yeah and this is kind of puzzling and then when you kind of think about it there's like a lot of time yeah so march 14th is when they have it and so i mean we have that and that'll be interesting because a lot of people 
get excited about that. Um, Age of Eight. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Um, I'm ho- I'm. I think two names that we should expect, and, and I, I know we don't have this. I know we don't have this on this on our script, but um, three names we should expect. AJ Lee. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think I think uh, we'll see Bray Wyatt on this, and I also think we'll see Paul Heyman. Absolutely, Paul Heyman or Paul White. Paul Heyman. Paul White's not gonna be there yet because he's still on AW contract. Yeah, sure, but like, they're, like they, they. They're not gonna do it yet. There's as much like that's the thing. Like I'm sure Tony would be fine with it. Tony Khan would be absolutely fine with it. But you know how WWE is. You know. Well, like I don't because like I've known up until now I've known WWE with Vince there. But like Vince is yeah. Well, here's here's a point that I can tell you. Like last week when when uh, Collision and Rampage actually did pretty decent. WWE didn't release their overnight numbers like they usually do. Like when they're bad numbers, WWE releases those numbers to a certain um, pathetic person. They didn't do it that week. To a certain so. pathetic person, okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. But, but like th- th- this week on SmackDown, uh, another interesting thing happened that uh, I know we are both excited to see where it goes. AJ Styles backstage, he was. You know, um, I think AJ Lee should lead the class this year, Ace. <laughs> yeah, he... Ace definitely evergreen, evergreen, evergreen. Uh... I don't even care. No, it's <laughs> hey, I agree with you. She deserves it. Um, I'm saying he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Not saying anything else, so don't blow that out of proportion there. Yeah, Um, Uh, yeah, uh, AJ Lee, uh, Jesus, AJ Styles backstage uh, brawl like a bit with a little pushing uh, and shoving with yeah, Carl Anderson. I. I wonder what, where this leads to, because, like, we've been having, like, I, I've seen people speak about it. We've been having a lot of, uh, you know, groups of uh, three dudes and a, uh, three girls, three dudes and a woman. And I don't want this to end, because, like, this was, you know, the first group of three, uh, three dudes and a woman. Uh, this is kind of interesting, because uh, do do you think that this actually leads to an AJ Styles versus Carl Anderson match at WrestleMania? Because I keep wondering what their plan is for AJ Styles for WrestleMania. Because I don't want to see AJ Styles not have a match at WrestleMania. Because like his, it's beca- it's coming, it's becoming harder and harder. You know, like it's not gonna. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well... You get what I'm saying. Yeah, so this is where what I think it's going to be leading to here. Let me let me tell you who I think it's going to be leading to. It'll be popping up here in just a second. This is where I think all this is leading to. Okay. That's where I think all of this is leading to. I think he's going to come he's going to show up and solve things. He's going to make peace between everything and then these guys are going to take over for a little while. I I have a feeling. I think the show is going to revolve around them just beating the hell out of people 
because right. Roman racism is going to be there, right? Correct. So you actually think that Tamatonga will have nothing to do with the bloodline? Correct. Yeah, he doesn't have anything to do with them. Not related. So. I would have popped if they had Samoa Joe. Well, <laughs> even though he's not related at all, just like on the even side. Even though he's yeah. on the side, just existing just, there. <laughs> yeah, just wrestlers that are not part of the bloodline, just so people know. Just so <laughs> just... they said Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually love that because I. Like, we all know that WWE have been interested in Tamatonga for a while now. But, like, dude ain't budging. <laughs> uh, what is this contract up? Who? Tamatonga. Wait. Oh, it, it's up. It's already up. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, no problem, man. No problem. I, and I could see why that kind of came out. If I just tuned in, I would absolutely understand where you're coming from. So, no problem yeah. there. No, no problem there. Yeah, uh, so. th this this will be actually incredibly interesting, incredibly interesting. I'm. Hmm. That's just my theory. I I that's why I think it's. Are people talking about again? I have no idea. No, I not that I've seen. Social media for a while. Uh, not that I've seen. Like, and I didn't. So I, I did not get to watch Friday's post show. Um, so I don't know like what they talked about. And I only got to watch probably about 45 minutes of Rhapsody yesterday, so I don't know what they talked about um, as far as, like, full SmackDown. That's just my theory since I since I saw that pushing and shoving with AJ. That's just kind of what popped into my head right then. I was like, ah, I wonder. Because you have two other guys that are going to be available too. Um, uh, El Fantasmo and Hikaleo are also free agents, so I'm kind of wondering, like, hmm... Hmm. Very interesting. Do you think that Finn Balor gets involved also? Because Maybe. like it like probably I'm almost sure that they're gonna lose those tag team championships to Miz and R Truth at WrestleMania. I'm so sure that they're doing that. And uh I can that's, actually it's just weird. But I mean it, it's, I mean I know, I know <laughs> it's weird, but I I kind of feel that they will eventually reward R-Truth for, for being for being him throughout all these years because like I don't I, I don't I don't see the 24-7 championship being such a big deal although he did make it a big deal like his segments were funny and him and Carmella and everything uh, like that was that was fine for, so them rewarding R-Truth with those tag team championships I don't care they can literally lose them at Raw after WrestleMania. I don't care. Just have the guy be a tag team champion for 24 hours. like, And they can make this a 24-hour well, thing. You, know? you Yeah, you, are, you already know that they've. this is the way they can get they can get uh, the Miz back to being a heel. Because you know they like, they they don't Absolutely. like him being a heel, heel forever. You know, they, they are a face forever. A face, a face forever. That, that is weird because everyone's cheering for the Miz right now. Our truth keeps trying to call the Miz. Yeah. You know, like it's it's kind of weird. Okay, like I I've always being someone who's uh, enjoyed the Miz's work, and I always think that he's kind of underrated, and everyone's booing him. I hope that they're booing him for the right reasons. You know, because like he's supposed to get booed. You know, like he's that guy. But like he's always he was always a worker. I've I've always said that, you know, 
Miz was never the in-ring guy because he is the entertainer. Exactly how, you know, I view The Rock, but like in a totally different sense of the word. Um, but lately, The Miz has been having good matches. And I'm like, Yeah, this is my only thing that's kind of been weird about, like, Truth, and this is where I think the writers kind of went too far, is where the where R-Truth mis- mistook KO for The Miz. That was kind of just like, okay, you, that's just kind of like a little weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I understand that. But, like, it's, it's our truth Like, I know... His, you know how Sami Zayn revived the Bloodline story because it was getting incredibly stale and people were getting bored, and then Sami Zayn came in. That's that's my thing with the Judgment Day because like I, the Judgment Day kind of never worked for me and it was kind of weird. But now that our truth is there, it's kind of. I'm kind of looking forward to their segments, you know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, and that's that's the thing. Like in. Um, he makes it. He made him a lot better. Like those segments, a lot better because. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's made he's made like everybody cracked on that show. Like or like lose Absolutely. like for just a second. Like they've lost it for just a second, and that's pretty good. So and I always let lo- I always love it, love it when the wrestlers break. It's just one of my favorite things. It's yeah, I know. Like that's the best. That 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 is so good. I mean, uh, for me, the Judgment Day, okay, it's kind of working for, because, like, I don't really like J.D. McDonough. <laughs> like, he, he's so good in the ring, and I hate that. And the fact that he, like, next week, they're going to have a match together, okay? Like, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate are going to team up against J.D. McDonough and uh, Dominic Mysterio, right? Yeah. I cannot wait for this because Tyler Bate and and JD don't Google me in the ring again. I I want that match of the year twenty nineteen. Look it up. Uh, I I love that. I I can't wait. I want to see that. So for me, uh, Judgment Day being in this kind of comedic thing with uh, R Truth, this is kind of making me want to watch that because like. Rhea Ripley was always the dominant in the group. She was always the one who takes things seriously. She's kind of the leader. I always thought that Rhea Ripley was the leader for Judgment Day. And I kind of feel like everyone does. Uh, so her entire thing with Nia Jax right now and with Becky Lynch, I kind of feel like everyone knows that Becky Lynch is going to win the Elimination Chamber. Like This is her first Elimination Chamber that she's entering. And she's gonna win it, and they're gonna have a fantastic match at at, um, at WrestleMania. Right. Um, so, the two women's matches right now for WrestleMania: uh, Bailey and Io, and uh, Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley. Those are magnificent matches, and I really, really, really hope that. One of those matches gets to main event n- night one. I know that if it's about Seth and Cody versus Roman and Rock, I know that if it's about that, they're gonna do that, or 
you know, have Seth Rollins versus whoever wins the chamber match. They like they can do that. I understand that. But like you have two nights of WrestleMania, make one of them be main evented by women. Like that's you can you can make that match so important just so it can main event. That's that's all I'm saying. Gotcha. No, I understand. Um, the other thing too about R Truth, I just wanted to add. What did you think about him thinking DIY as DX? That was so ridiculously funny because uh, it's Champa, okay? Like he's bald head with a beard, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. sure. Like he's kind of Triple H, and then Johnny Gargano, like I'm like that's a sexy boy, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was that was funny. That yeah. was good. It, it was it. Uh, it, it was really good, and then uh, Johnny Gargano. I don't know if you saw this, but he um, he. I'll have to pull it up for you because he posted a shirt. Like if they, if they did, um, if they did, like a shirt of that, he posted what it, what it would look like, and um, it was pretty solid. And I'm gonna download it here so I can show you. It's it, it made a lot of people just pop. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, they should do that. But I mean, it's not official merch, right? No, he just he he just put it out there, it like just. It should be. It yeah. Should be. For sure. So let's uh, move on from the WWE talk for a little bit. Let's go ahead and just uh, move on to a little Cooper effect. How does that sound? All right, guys. So this week's Cooper Effect, um, unfortunately, there was a... Stop me if you've heard this before. Um, unfortunately, there was a mass shooting in Kansas City after the Super Bowl um, event to celebrate the Kansas City Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. And there was a Kansas City player by the name of Trey Smith who comforted a young boy with the WWE Championship belt, um, the Kansas City Chiefs tried to celebrate their Super Bowl victory on Wednesday, but the parade was um, basically there was a shooting that occurred. And after in the aftermath, Chiefs offensive lineman Trey Smith shared a WWE Championship with the young boy to help keep him calm. Uh, he said, "I was thinking, what can I do to help him out?" Smith said in an interview on Thursday's Good Morning America. Uh, via K WKYV, he said, I just handed him the belt. I said, hey, buddy, you're the champion. No one's going to hurt you, man. We've got your back. Smith talked to the boy about wrestling to help keep take his mind off what was just occurred. Uh, 21 people were wounded, and one person was killed in the shooting. Three people were detained, and firearms were recovered. Uh, Chiefs long snapper James Winchester and the head coach Andy Reid also uh, we're there to comfort those on the scene, and uh, it's just, you know, usually we talk about somebody that does good, and this time it, like, involved a uh, wrestling title, and there were a lot of people there that helped um, 
get uh, this situation under control. Um, I mean, this is, I'm not going to talk about gun violence because that's a whole different show, but uh, what he did uh, just to get that kid's mind off what was going on and bringing up the wrestling, even if it didn't have anything to do with wrestling and I saw this story, I'd probably still want to talk about it, but I figured since there was a wrestling aspect, I might as well bring it up and thank uh, him, thank him for doing what he did, because um, I mean, there's one thing that I think we all can agree on is helping kids out when they're distressed is a major uh, kudos. So, uh, congrats! Just want to say thanks to him for doing that, and it's um, it sucks that this had to happen in the first place. Um, so. Now, we actually have another super effect. This one's kind of like an unannounced one that I just decided to do. But our next one is uh, for Sour Graps, who just celebrated their fifth, or their fifth, their 500th episode of Sour Graps on Fightful Select. Just want to say congratulations to them, Alex and Kate. They are very, very good people. Um, they. I love yeah, and, and they're both great people. They both make people laugh, and they both have fun, and that's the thing. Like, they they just want to have fun, and they have fun. Um, they, they don't... They don't want you to... They, they just... They're there to have fun, you know? That's the thing. That's what we want to do. We want to have fun. And, like, whether they're doing impersonations, or they're just having fun with one, of, one another, or they're having fun with people viewing... They just like to have fun, and that's what this—that's what it's all about. And they do a great job I, of it. I'm sorry, finish. No, they, I'm just saying they do a great job about it, and um, what they have a great chemistry with how they do things, and um, when they do their impersonations, it's amazing. Like it's—it's it's just a—it's just great stuff, and. Uh, the thing is, is I one of the things that I love the most, it's when people do not get their bit. Yeah, that's I know. My, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite thing is like when people don't get their bit. Um, and I mean, the, the the thing that sucks is when people don't get their bit and they take it a little too overboard. That's when I kind of like get like, okay, that's dumb. But when people finally get their bit, it makes it even better. Like, but those two are are fantastic, and um, Alex has been great since I've like known him on the Raw review. I mean, when I first started watching Fightful, like he was doing the Raw review with Sean. I mean, he's a day one Fightful. Yeah, yeah, he's been with Fightful day one. I've been watching him just as long as I've been watching Sean. So, um, just want to say congratulations to those guys, and in a few years we'll be celebrating their one thousandth episode, and. Who knows? So, just want to say congratulations to those crazy kids. And uh, all right, Maggie, you can say what you want to on them. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I I adore sour grabs. It is uh, it's I I adore the fact that Kate is a part of sour grabs because initially, I'm gonna say it like this: Alex scared the crap out of me <laughs> because yeah. Because like when when he does uh, a solo show for Sour Grabs, 
he just sounds so incredibly disappointed, you know? And it just, it brings me back to kindergarten when, you know, the, the teachers were, you know, were so disappointed at me and yelling at me because oh, he's yeah. just, because he's just yelling at the camera. He's, oh, he's yelling at the camera and he's like so angry and stuff. And, and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that's just, you know, and when Kate joined the show it became because like she's a bit more peppy and because even though she's incredibly sour about the thing that she's watching and she doesn't like it she's still kate mm -hmm. you know and and i adore kate because she's my biggest cheerleader at, like every time and uh it, and even though she presents her disappointment She's presenting it in an incredibly Cadian way, which is, you know, full of love and, you know, nourishment and love. Uh, and I, I enjoy their puns. And this, is, and this is the thing. Every time when I finish watching NXT, I start doing my, my workouts while I'm watching the uh, NXT post-show sour grabs. And every time... I start laughing because of either what they're saying or because of the puns that their incredible audience is sending them. And like, I cannot tell you how much I, I almost broke my back because they were doing fish puns. <laughs> and and someone sent a super chat and I, 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 I'm not even shitting you. Kenny Omega 3 fish oil. <laughs> <laughs> And like I lost it. Okay, like how how do you think of that? <laughs> and of course we were all there for uh the, the the human the human duplex machine. And uh you know it's 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 an old timer, okay? Like it's they, they have a top five puns that people have sent them. I I adore the Sour Grab Society because they're so supportive. Like, even though they're in this hate together, they're together. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, I, I enjoy I I, I love that. Uh, subscribe to Fightful Select just so you can have a double dose of sour grabs all the time. Yeah, for sure. So congratulations to them. And, yeah, as they says, save the clams. Just Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's move on. We have... Uh, this past Valentine's Day, we had Darby Allen <laughs> lovable pro promo for um, Dynamite toward the Young Bucks, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson. Um, he attacked. He basically verbally attacked them for what they did to him and Sting the previous week. Um, the thing that was of note that everybody was talking about was what he said about. A certain executive vice former executive vice president who took a chance on him named Cody Rhodes. He, he didn't never he never mentioned Cody's name, but the crowd yeah, knew the it. Audience and, did. <laughs> yeah, and how about that? How about the even the crowd getting uh getting chanting Cody like you know WWE loves that you know so. Uh, yeah, what well, do you the, think of the this? audience, the audience were, were were the one who booed Cody out of the building. So, like, yeah, I, don't I know. know what they're doing. Like, yeah. guys. <laughs> uh, well, I did want to know what what do you think of this promo? 
What what do you think? I have a lot of thoughts about that problem. Okay, so, let's hear them. Uh, who was this for? Well, I think it was for. I think it was for Darby and Sting and like the fans because it made it made good like the way he presented it it made perfect sense like the way he laid it out because he's right they did sign their friend Brandon Cutler got a deal uh, they signed Jungle Boy Jungle Boy was like part of that Southern California crew you know the okay okay so I I kind of okay. got what so, they were talking about so zero mention of the of the Sting beat down and and like I kind of feel like it was supposed to be about that. I I think. But here here's the thing. So the first episode of Dynamite shouldn't matter, Darby, sweetie. <laughs> I mean, the first episode of Dynamite was fucking five years ago. Right? Almost, yeah, it was yeah, five almost. years ago. Yeah, almost. almost five years. So he talks a big talk about that first episode of Dynamite, and Brandon Cutler was there. Brandon Cutler in kayfabe, in the world of, di- in the kayfabe world of Dynamite does not matter whatsoever, because Brandon Cutler is not there, and the only storyline that Brandon Cutler was a part of was on Dark, because he never won a match and he was there with Peter Avalon. You know, that is the only thing. I, I get what you're saying there. Like, it didn't make sense. But what I'm talking about, like, from a from a, from a standpoint of, like, like us, the people that are on the internet. I, like, I know. It makes, it makes sense for, like, it didn't make sense for us. I get it from a story standpoint for the people that are, that are not watching, like, as much, as in depth as we are probably the best way to say yeah. it. I think it was yeah, perfect. I, I understand, but like th- this is what I'm telling you. Like he he brought up Brandon Cutler. Brandon Cutler never mattered, dude. Yeah. Like and the point like, is, yeah, and he and the five the great or T five the great, sorry. Uh he makes that's I think what the point was. He's like they're he's pointing out that Cutler got a job because he's he got their to, friend. To contract Cutler. Like I know, yeah. like I know that he he's his friend, and I I understand that, but my key point is, is that Darby. The, in my eyes, this shouldn't matter to Darby because he's teaming with Dar uh, with, with Sting, like one of the all time greatest wrestlers ever. Uh, they're probably gonna main event. We still we still don't know. Like that that is, he got. CM Punk's first match back in seven years. Darby's pushed. And I kind of feel like this this should be the thing that matters. I get him being bitter about the thing that happened five years ago. I get that. That that, that I can get behind. Yeah. But it's it, I've I've said this on our show previous. Yeah. Well though the thing too is and Subi makes a good point. Like he was he was talking about from the standpoint of how they used to be, like how they wanted to change the world, and how they sure, changed. Sure. Like mm-hmm. they went from they wanted to change the world, and then they they resigned because the the schedules were easier now, or that's why. Like I think he was pointing out that that was good. That was fine. I, I think that's why it all like tied in together. Is what I I think 
and I see where you're coming from. Like, what did that point have to do? I think that was just adding a little bit more fuel to the fire, in my opinion. Yeah, sure, but Brandon Cutler's not there, and Jungle Boy is in New Japan. Like, yeah, but I mean, yeah, but he's still on this roster for eight. I understand. I understand. Again, the thing is, and I've been vocal on our show before that Darby. What? You've been vocal on our show before? I did not know no, this. No, never. No, I don't what? talk whatsoever. Son of a bitch. Uh, I did not know. Son of a bitch, what? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, Darby, I'm, I'm, I'm not... Darby Allen is not... I'm not the demographic that Darby Allen fits in, you know? Yeah. Because what what's absolutely beyond captivating about Darby Allen for me right now is the fact that I want to see what Darby Allen the wrestler looks like in 10 years. This is what this is what is fascinating to me because Darby Allen right now is working. I, like I, I understand the fact that he's not it's not for me. This should not matter because everyone adores Darby Allen. I adore Darby Allen because I want to see what Darby Darby's wrestling is in 10 years because right now I kind of feel like if he continues wrestling the way he wrestles it's going to be tough in 10 years because they keep saying oh there's a suicide dive and when Darby does it I kind of really believe it's a suicide dive because the guy <laughs> does not give a crap about what's standing there or you know 10 feet away or 2 feet away he just doesn't give a crap and I feel like Every time that he, you know, goes for a suicide dive, he truly believes that it's, in fact, a suicide dive. And I'm like, okay, I'm scared as shit because he's about to do a suicide dive. He doesn't care, like, whatsoever. And I kind of want to see what he, what his wrestling style is in 10 years. I want to see what his character is in 10 years because he's he's young right now and his gimmick works because he's young right now and that's you know the whole gimmick and and everything i want to see what he morphs into you know well we remember like we've seen him grow up because you remember when he was just like this like when he like i like turtles like remember him back in the day remember that you know i'm you're just excited to see me and talk to me after yeah. I've been, you know, it's, I've it's been so gone long. for a week, and that's that. That's why you're doing it. I get it, but sh- stop it. That was him. <laughs> that was I when he was on video. Yeah. But that's when he decided he wanted to be a wrestler. Like he liked the camera that much. He said, "I like turtles." He meant to say, "I like wrestling," but he messed up because the camera is shy. He said, "I like turtles." He meant to say, "I like wrestling." Mm-hmm. It happens. Some of us are just camera shy. Yeah, I've seen it a hundred times, but yeah. And the Young Bucks, uh, mentioning the Young Bucks in this entire situation, that was cute. Uh, are you going to make it official? Are you going to make it official? And I'm like, you're the EVPs, guys. You can make it yourselves official. That, that, that was funny. And by the way, at what point do the Young Bucks stop calling themselves the Young Bucks? Because they're not young anymore. Like, one of them is almost 40. So... Is he almost 40? I think so. 36, probably. <laughs> and, see. like, it's at some point they need to stop calling themselves the Unbox. I know they, that they go by Nicholas and Matthew, 
That yeah, is the fine. Young Bucks. Let's see here. Yeah, one's 38, uh, Matthew's 38, Nicholas is 34. 34, yeah. And Nick Jackson is my age. I know, like, he was yeah. born in, in, in the same year. Yeah, so I'm not, again, I'm not crapping on the promo because, like, I know, like, people may think that I'm doing that. There you Middle-aged go. bucks. Like, there I you like go. That. Thank you, MC. Thank you. <laughs> Middle-aged bucks. Middle-aged like bucks is so cool. <laughs> because old bucks, they're not old. Okay? Like, Gen Z can say, you know, old bucks. No. They're middle-aged bucks. That 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 is funny. Uh, Midlife crisis bucks. <laughs> well, because, like, I... Th- that soul patch that they have had, you know, the Sting soul patch, it took me a while to understand that there was that, that was a jab at Sting. It, it took me some time because, like, he's always had the face paint on, and I I keep forgetting that he has that, you know. And I'm like, what what are they doing with their facial hair? Because I I always loved Matt's uh, chops that he had, like he pulled pulled those off immensely, and I miss Nick Jackson just be having a clear clear face. Because he had a beard for like a long time, and I'm like, shave that off, please. Yeah. Shave it off. Just shave <laughs> it off. I keep that for yeah. I I know. Oh, and there like, we go. This this is a better one too. The book. The book <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll talk about that here in a second. Match will. Uh yeah. Um. Might as well talk about about it right now. I mean, keep keep yeah. making me laugh in the chat, but like that's not. <laughs> I mean, that um, match. Yeah. Okay. Takeshita and uh, and Osprey. This is where I like. I think I said it on our show, um, and I might have said it in the tweet. But this is when I when they brought in Will Osprey. I I know I said I wanted him to be a face. Like I think they needed him to be a face for a while because I think they can. I think they could build around him, and he's going to be a star. Like we already know, he's a star from what we've seen. But I think he could be a bigger star, and like I could say that I think he could just not put up with Don Callis's shit is the best way to go about it for him. I'm gonna have, I'm I'm gonna need him to main event at Wembley this yeah. year. Let's That's, do it. That, that is all I'm saying. I'm and it should be. Let me tell you what it should be. It should be him versus Swerve at All In because there's history there. Let's go. Yeah, there all is. In. I mean, he was so emotional at the at the end of New Japan New Beginning, uh, you know, because of that main event that they've had. That is a whole new level of war games right there. That was that was so 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 amazing. Um, Zack Saber Jr. versus Brian Danielson. Oh my fucking god, that was a technical uh, masterpiece right there. Um, I I do want to add one thing. If if Brian Danielson like stops full time wrestling around then, Brian Danielson will probably main event. So I'm willing to bet it wouldn't surprise me if we see. Like Danielson versus Osprey, that would be a hell of a main event too. I mean, they already have built towards that because, like, they asked Brian Danielson on the presser after, I think it was, uh, Forbidden Door. He they asked him about a British, uh, you know, uh, I don't remember who the reporter was, but they were like, oh, you know, about the other, you know, British wrestler. And he's like, 
was on a British wrestler. And they were like, Will Ospreay. And they were like, oh, yeah, okay. I forgot about Will Ospreay. So there you go. Like, uh, I forgot about that, build- yeah. Yeah, I, I will never forget about that because, like, that's when I wanted to see Will Ospreay and Brian Danielson. Like, that was that that's a magnificent build. Yeah, Takeshita versus Will Ospreay. Oh, okay. So, like, they just want people to fall in love with wrestling all over again. That's why they're giving us these incredible matches. Um, but how do you think? Push Jericho butts his stupid face in this. <laughs> Who knows? Because I, I know that he is. Uh, He's on tour just, right now, I believe. I don't care. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm... I'm just... I, I, I know that somehow he's going to make it about him. And he's going to end up teaming with Will Ospreay. And please, no, no, no. I no. No, 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 no. Keep Will Ospreay as far away from uh, Chris Jericho as you can because, like, they already had the stupid thing, okay? Like, I saw, right? Like, we saw at Wembley Chris Jericho and Will Ospreay. Like, we saw that, right? I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, those two in the ring, I like, I just, no. Uh, so, Kyle Fletcher isn't on television. Is he in the Ring of Honor? I stopped watching Ring no, of he's, Honor. He, Is he he, he, uh, he's, yeah, he's, isn't he a title holder in the Ring of Honor right now? Isn't he the he TV? is. He, yeah, he's the yeah. TV champion, and that's why I'm asking. Is he yeah. on the Ring of Honor? Yeah, he is, but let me see the last time he wrestled. Um... It seemed like he if he if he's showing up on Ring of Honor, good, but because like he's not on AEW television, and I understand that he's Ring of Honor champion, that's fine. Uh, but I I I kind of wanted for Will Osprey to come when he's officially part of AEW to come and just smack some sense into Kyle Fletcher's head because like he. Yeah, he hasn't wrestled since January 31st, and the last time he was on um, Ring of Honor was January 10th. Is he hurt right now? Let me see. I have no idea. I think he might be injured now that I say that. Well, that but sucks. I'll, I'll double check. I could be wrong. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so, the, so I'm going to have to need Will Ospreay to come and just, you know, rectify everything with Don Callis because like it makes it, it it's kind of iffy at the moment. Uh, Fletcher's not injured, so Fletcher's not injured. So he's not, not there. Okay. Yeah. So we never know. We can we can never know. Something yeah. might be happening. No. But at we did get an amazing main event on Dynamite, which uh, absolutely um... kicked ass. Yeah, I'm. I'll tell uh, because, like, I I hope that the entire in like Twitter world and Instagram world or whatever that they're praising Matt Taven for that match because I I'm glad that they gave us this match so that the world can get reminded of 
just how good Matt Taven is. And I'm kind of a Matt Taven girl myself. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that suicide dive onto the table, which was laid on top of the announce table, was so incredibly gruesome. And I was like, please don't be hurt. Oh, my God, please just don't. Please don't be good. Uh, Taven should be a face. Uh, so Orange Cassidy got out a Valentine's box of tags from Chuck Taylor. That was <laughs> yeah. that, that was so sweet. I, I, I love it's that. A gift. It's a gift that keeps uh, on giving. Yeah. Uh, Bennett and Trent brawled uh, with, you know, steel pipe and chairs or whatever. Um, yeah, Orange Cassidy won with an orange punch with a chain wrapped around his, uh, you know, his 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 hand. I enjoyed the match. Uh, it was again. I, I I will always root for people from the undisputed kingdom to actually have matches on the show because, like, they they've been doing absolutely nothing. Like that entire storyline took a water skiing vacation into nothingness. Yeah, I'm so pissed off about that. I'm so disappointed because that build was so great that after the reveal, people were just done with it. And it obviously the fact that um, that Adam Cole is hurt that is not helping like whatsoever. Wardlow, just I'm gonna the guy. Uh, I'm getting tired of this whole thing. <laughs> and this is me saying it. And I've like I've told this on our show last week. Like they're going to have to give me something more because I'm beginning to grow incredibly impatient with everything that Warlow's doing. I they're flopping the guy. Okay? Like we've seen what Warlow can do in the ring. He's not a generic big guy, and that's how they're presenting him right now, and it's pissing me off. Like, his flexing in, you know, in the Titantron and admiring himself, believe me, Wardlow, I get it, I admire you too. A little too much. Uh, but, like, his whole thing, I remember, was the fact that he was a big guy who could do swantons better than Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I said it. Okay, I said it. And like he's power bombing people forever and ever, and then I'm so glad that his knee is okay because like he kind of looks like he twitched his knee, but he's fine. So I'm like I know I'm a generic millennial, and I need instant gratification, especially when it comes to Wardlow. Uh, but like I don't care. <laughs> but it's I'm. They're going to have to give me more stuff than just them pe beating people up backstage. And, like, I I get it. Like, they, like, Adam Cole's hurt. I get it. And at some point, MJF is going to come back and it's they're going to pick up the story right when, where they left off. But, like, I don't, I don't like the fact 
like the fact that they're kind of an afterthought right now. And this was the only, like, the, the, the devil storyline was what's been keeping uh, Dynamite together previously. And then it all skyrocketed, and I'm... Yes, Jamal, I absolutely... Uh, I, I'm with you. He needs a real match. He absolutely needs a real match. Like, give me meaty men slapping meat and Wardlow. Oh, my God. So, like, that's... That's that's what's pissing me off because like you have Wardlow. Like he's not again. I've always hated generic big wrestlers because like th- their thing is that they're big and they can slam people. Like they can either power bomb people or they can choke slam people or whatever. Oh, here's a two tall pile driver for you. I'm not like I Wardlow's not that. Wardlow can do a lot of hurricanes, like to to Luchasaurus or and and whatever. Like, give me that. I miss that Wardlow. Yeah. Do like, do you agree with me? Because like, it's pissing me off. Oh, I do. I do agree with you. So, um, a couple other news bits too to talk about. Um, Roosh, um, should be coming back soon. He said he wants to add another. I want Pac uh, soon. I don't know, but uh, as far as Roosh goes, he says he wants to add another person to L. He wants to add two more people to LFI. He wants to add a a woman and another man. Um, Who's two people you'd like to see him add? Um, I've seen a lot of people in chat uh, put Thunder Rosa. Uh, Somebody put um, uh, Lady Frost in there. I love that idea. I love the idea of Lady Frost being part of LFI. Um, yeah, because like they, they, they obviously they n- don't need to be you know Spanish people in order to be in the uh, in, in the group because like Tress Vance is there. Uh, I would love for it to be Lady Frost because I I would adore for Lady Frost push and her actually be um, added into whatever screen time that they can uh, fathom. You know, I would love that. I'm, it's incredibly strange for me that Thunder Rosa disappeared. Like, she came back, wrestled. She got yeah. a pop. Everyone was so glad that she's there, and, like, she disappeared. Um, give me Thunder Rosa, please. Give me back Thunder Rosa. Give me back Serena D, because she had an amazing match. She cut a, a passionate promo in the ring after the match. Yeah. yeah. I'm, and I'd be... I think this would be a good idea, too, to Roose. And I... Black to Roose was... Yeah. Kenny King. Um, oh, yeah, please give me Kenny King. I adore Kenny King in TNA, like uh, Impact back then. But like, yeah. So, got that going on. So, next week's show, we're going to be doing predictions for Elimination Chamber. We might even do some predictions for uh, No Surrender, I think that's AEW's, or TNA's next one. I think that's next week. Yeah, No Surrender's on the, the day before. It's on a Friday. We went back to our Friday show. Yay. Um, so, we'll Jeez. do... So we'll do predictions for that. So we got prediction shows for the next two weeks because um, the week after Perth is, I believe, Greensboro. Um, so yeah. What's in Greensboro? Is it that's uh, that's Revolution? No. Yeah. Yep. Revolution. Oh. Okay. I think yeah, March thirteenth. March third. 
what's oh March thirteenth is the Boston show. That's why I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's okay. Boston. 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 So Maggie, how about we plug your shit, guys? <laughs> at some point, you can follow me on Twitter at Maggie underscore ak and on instagram at maggie.ik there is nothing on my instagram right now but believe me that i i i will come back right now you can't follow me anywhere like i i i will come back so i i have nothing to to, to plug so might as well you plug stuff rob all right yeah, guys, do you know do you know what follow Corey michaels on twitter fully follow fully Follow oh, Soupy on Twitter. Follow uh, Chris Mueller. Follow Ryan Sullivan on Twitter. That's that, that's why that that's the people. Those are the people that you should follow. Yeah, faux show. Uh, guys, you can follow me on X or Twix as we call it here at Rob Wilkins. You can follow me on Instagram at Fight for Rob. Um, you can follow me on Threads at Fight for Rob. Yeah, that's something else too. We forgot to bring up. QT is back in AEW. He's not going to wrestle, or if he does wrestle at all, it's not going to be very much backstage at all. Backstage role. I, yeah, backstage. Kind of so good, good yeah. for him. Um, Excellent shape, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Guys, I uh, want to say thank you again for tuning in. We will be back next week for predictions for Elimination Chamber. On the regular we'll time? Yeah, regular time. We will probably talk about uh, No Surrender to maybe a little bit because Mustafa Ali will be yeah. making his uh tna debut so we'll talk about that i'm sure and who knows what else we'll be talking about but uh yeah other than that we hope you have a great week we want to say thank you for tuning into this special sunday edition of show but we will be back next week at our normal time three o'clock eastern two o'clock uh central on friday, friday. So, yes that is gonna be february 23rd so want to say thank you again for tuning in we will talk to you soon peace out See you, see ya. Thanks again for watching Coexisting with Rob and Maggie on Fightful Overload. This episode you just watched is available anytime.